Hi there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. Creative people and how they do their thing. I love to talk about that stuff. But today I'm doing something totally different. Um, I'm including some excerpts from something that happened the other night. Um, as you may know if you listen to this podcast, I host an event at the Gay and Lesbian Center a couple of times a year called The Mismatch Game. And it's basically a takeoff on the old Match Game TV show. Um, if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, it's basically Snatch Game. Although we started doing it in 2004, uh, and we've been doing it a few times a year ever since. Um, you know, one or two weekends a year with very funny local comedians. And um, we do the show, and it benefits the Gay and Lesbian Center, uh, specifically the Homeless Youth Program there. So on uh, Saturday and Sunday this past weekend, um, so it would have been the 21st and 22nd, we had a, a couple of shows, and we crossed the $200,000 raised mark over the lifetime of the show. So since 2004, we've raised $200,000, um, which we're really proud of because the show's never been more than $15 a ticket. Uh, it's very irreverent. It's so silly. The set's made of cardboard. It's a little bit, um, it's a little bit scrappy, but... That has added up to a lot of money raised and a lot of laughter had. And it has been really one of the joys of my life, which I will talk about a little more after the clips. So we're going to play some excerpts from that. Um, the people that you hear are the panelists of the night. Uh, we had Julie Brown playing Queen Elizabeth. We had Jackie Beat as B. Arthur. Danny Casillas was playing Reba Ariba. Tom Lank was Tilda Swinton. Mark Samuel was playing Morgan Freeman. And Lori Tatooian played Sharon Osborne. Uh, you will also probably hear the voice of John Imperato. He's the cultural cultural arts director there at the center, but he's retiring after 25 years. And this was sort of our last hurrah together. And at one point, he comes up and gives me a beautiful plaque, which um, you will hear that as well. So it was a, an amazing moment and um, filled with a lot of pride and gratitude and. Um, just a lot of love, so and a lot of laughter. These these celebrity impersonator people, comedians, friends, they are delight. And uh, my favorite parts of the mismatch game are always when I'm just doubled over with laughter because I never know what they're going to say. So before we get to those excerpts, though, I want to remind you that there are now two ways you can listen to Dennis Anyone. You can listen as you always do on your favorite podcast app, or you can become a subscriber to DNR Studios. For $12.95 a month, you'll get access to my show 48 hours early, and you'll also be able to listen to a lot of other great shows, including The Derek and Romain Show. So if you want to learn more about that, go to dnrstudios.com, and if you subscribe and say that Dennis Anyone is the show you listen to most, I get a little bonus money. So that's, that's awesome. We love that. And now, here are some excerpts from this past weekend's The Mismatch Game, and I just decided at the last second to just start recording it on my phone. There were two nights of shows, and I didn't think of it the first night. But the second night, um, I was introduced, and I walked up, and I greeted everyone, and I was like, I'm just going to record this on my phone. So that's what the sound is. It's not the best audio. But hopefully you will get some laughs out of it and the spirit of the evening. It was truly a landmark, magical night in my life. All right, here it is. All right, let's say hello to these stars. Reba Ariba. with your background. I'm a big fan, but how do, how should people know, what should people know about your, your career? 
Well, you should know that I am the number one country Western singer in all of Mexico and select areas of Northern Central America. <laughs> and because of circumstances with my ex-husband who was my manager, I'm starting all over again in Los Angeles. But as I think you can tell, I'm the next Nicole Kidman. since you've been appearing in the commercial. Oh my goodness, the response has been tremendous. Over 15 people have seen it. Wow, that's amazing. All right, things are going to work out for you, Vera. I have a feeling. All right, Reba. In June, Queen Elizabeth is celebrating 70 years on the throne with a big concert. Queen is going to perform. Out of respect to the Queen's age, they're not going to sing Another One Bites the Dust. They're going to sing another... Do, do, do. Another day without Prince Philip. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, that bitch just showed up. Yeah. I, I'd always heard the rumors. I didn't know they were true. Can you They're comment? True. They're true. She's a cunt. <laughs> all right. Uh, talking about Benny White, in case you don't know. Go all in act, people. I'm the nice one. You know, if it's any comfort to you, we're glad as fans that you're all together again. Uh, glad you are. <laughs> for Queen Elizabeth's 70th birthday concert or 70th uh, years on the, the throne concert. Uh, instead of singing Another One Bites the Dust, they're going to sing another... Another annoying nightmare about having Lady Diana assassinated. <laughs> Everything's working. Dennis, you know, I, as the grandmother to a black child, I've been learning about this culture, and I have been studying twerking. Right? Could I show you? I, I, do you guys want to All right, I'm worried. I would pay for you to die at the mismatch game. Oh, I will die. Okay. Can you give me a sick beat? I would be very pleased.
in Hollywood fans would take me. What's going on with you, though? I'm worried about you. Oh, I have COVID. Okay. Sorry, everybody. And you're back. You're bouncing back. I'm bouncing back. And this is filled with bounce juice that only is a concoction that only put together so it provides natural antibodies from all these bats. Nice. You know what? That's called a couple. That's how you keep it together. That's how you make a marriage work. Thank you, Dennis. All right. So glad you're here. Uh, speaking of great British people, Queen Elizabeth is celebrating 70 years on the throne with a big concert. Queen is going to change the lyrics. They're not going to sing another one bites the dust. They're going to sing another... Another princess murdered and another one long gone. <laughs> oh, not quite a match, but, uh, but catchy. It kind of goes off the tongue. All right. You give the show gravitas, but you also have a mischievous twinkle in your eye that I appreciate, Morgan. How are you? I'm doing well, and all those things I'm doing for free. Yes, the twinkle is free, the gravitas is free. I like it. You just you do. Me that I do. Uh oh, and I am prepared to pay. I am. I am prepared. All right, Morgan. Here's the question: Queen Elizabeth's having this big concert. Instead of singing "Another One Bites the Dust," Queen is going to sing another. Royal moms like the cross because they eat crumpets and shit. All right, I think we have crumpets. We have crumpets. I know. I get that. First of all, I like the way you say crumpets. Can you say it again? Crumpets. <laughs> yes! Oh, you made it dirty. I like it. Tell the twins here, everybody. And you never know where you're gonna pop up next. What's I love the outfit? What's the story? Dennis, 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 hello, till the lights me till the Dennis, you know, look at me, I'm invisible. I I I was like, oh, we don't have a sick panelist. You can't see me. I can't see you. I love it. Is this is this for a role or is it just for fun? Well, it's always for a role, but Dennis, I am the role, I live the role. I take the role. <laughs> you do everything with the role. Can you tell us anything about the project or the role? Okay, so well, I'm on the play. I'm doing motion capture. Yes. My role is Belinda in Invisible Belinda. Nice. I can't wait. Invisible Belinda. And she's invisible, but I do the mocap because you need to you need to feel me, but you can't see me. Yes. But who's in it with you? Is it? Can you tell it's me? me? It's just you. All right. All right. There you go. But that was me as Concert. Queen is going to sing Another One Bites the Dust, but they're going to change the lyrics to another... Butler polishes a royal pearl necklace. <laughs> another butler. This is the same butler as boring. Another butler. All right. Four members of the original cast of The View reunited this week to take the 25th anniversary special. 
Star Jones was there, Denny Manopolis, Joy Behar, and Meredith Pierre were all there, but the show's creator, Barbara Walters, was not. Of course Barbara was invited, but she said she'd rather be dead. <laughs> you know, it's a turn of phrase. People say it. It's not that. Okay. All right. The Arthur, Barbara Walters was invited to this reunion, but she said she would rather... Rim Elon Musk the day after Cinco de Mayo. Queen Elizabeth, we're talking about the view. I was, I was having a senior moment just then. Uh, yes, what? Okay. The, the view hosts all got together. Star, Debbie, Joy, Meredith, they were all there. Barbara Walters was invited, but she said she would rather... Screw a cactus without badges him. <laughs> It's, that's a rough night. All right. Okay, Sharon Osborne, uh, you know about talk shows. Here we go. Uh, Barbara was invited to this reunion, but she said she would rather... Do a real talk show with Sharon Osborne. Yes. Right. It must be canceled. Yes. You know how to do that. All right. Morgan Freeman, Barbara Walters was invited to this reunion. She said she would rather... She said she would rather go back in time and actually marry Roy Cohn. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> a history lesson from uh, Morgan Freeman. I love a joke that requires Google. <laughs> is that a true story? Were they like a thing? <laughs> it is rumored that he asked her to marry. Oh, man. All right. That's, hey, been... that, that's another three hours of ages in America. All right. <laughs> Dilla Swinton, Barbara Walters was invited to the reunion, but she said she'd rather stay inside her iron lung. <laughs> I think that's crying. That's a very topical What's that? It's a topical polio reference for those of you who don't know what an iron lung is. Again, another joke in these two Well, I'm concerned that the audience can't see your cards because they're green. Are they in this? Can you see them? Before leaving the studio forever, she took the star from her dressing room door home as a souvenir. But she left behind a framed easy cat movie poster signed by Pablo Rodriguez. Nice! You know what? She just didn't, she liked it, but where are you going to put it? She never even put it. Okay, something. Yeah, all right. It's all right. No match? Okay, here we go. The Arthur. There we go. Ooh, that's sorry. That was you, Tilda? Was that what happens when you fart in a green screen outfit? <laughs> I've always wondered. I am feedback. You are feedback. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. Every time we see a movie and some person has to speak publicly and they're nervous and we hear feedback, because that's like a trope. That's me that's materializing, but I'm invisible, so. <laughs> in every one of those. Tell us that every time you see that, you'll go, that's her. Crushing it, as usual. Okay. B. Arthur, before leaving the studio, Ellen took the star from her dressing room door, but she left behind... 
her genital electrocution and waterboarding equipment. <laughs> she, she's not gonna need it anymore. She's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna have to deal with her coworkers. <laughs> she doesn't need them at home. All right, or she has an all set at home probably. There we go. Queen Elizabeth, we're talking about Ellen. She wrapped up her talk show forever. She took the star from her dressing room door as a souvenir, but she left behind... The bowl she uses for her haircuts. <laughs> she doesn't, she left the, the haircut bowl. Yeah. Sharon Osborne, um, we're talking about Ellen. She left her talk show forever. She took the star from her dressing room door, but she left behind... took the star from her door, but she left behind... Those, um... Those, I want to say, um, dance moves? The dance moves! <laughs> she left them behind! Someone called them dance moves! One and three is not two and four. Yeah. yeah. Some of you know what I mean. <laughs> My fantasy, and I don't know if this is true, is that she hated it, but she started it, and she had to stick with it. And she's like, I gotta do this. The dancing? Yeah. I, I just think it would be funny if she, you know, how Portia feels about screwing <laughs> Ellen. She started it. She hates it. Now she's got to just do it all the time. I think all she's got. Is she here? She left the studio. She took the star from her dressing room door, but she left behind. Dennis, did you see in, in Ellen's first and last film, Mr. Wrong? No, I didn't, I didn't know you were in that film. I was. What were you? A dress. <laughs> that must have been a challenge. You thought I was going to say I was Ellen. Yes, I didn't know. You, with you, you don't know. I had new skills. Dressing room door as a souvenir, but she left behind a trail of traumatized below the line workers setting their NDAs ablaze. <laughs> that Marilyn Monroe wore to President John F. Kennedy's birthday celebration in 1962. Ooh. We all thought it was weird, right? Okay. Unlike Marilyn Monroe, Kim, Kim didn't sing in the dress, but she did blank. She asked her personal assistant, hey, who was Marianne Monroe? <laughs> I don't need a laugh, that moan. Was enough. My seat is wet. <laughs> and that never happened. You know what? We all can feel good about tonight because we made B. Arthur's seat wet. If you take nothing else, all right. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, unlike Marilyn Monroe, Kim didn't sing in the dress, but she did give Pete Davidson a blowy. <laughs> Yes! You know what? But you're a giver, 
and that's what that story tells me. Reba Ariba, Chris Rock says he'll only do the Oscars again if the Academy promises to... Take back the Oscar for Brash. <laughs> It was just so dumb. We just felt so stupid in our hats. Anyway, I took it personally is the point. B. Arthur. Thank you. Thank you. I tried to take you there. All right. B. Arthur, um, Chris Rock is rumored to be the next Oscar host, but he says he'll only do it if the Academy promises to... Shave Meryl Streep's head and see her up front. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Exactly. Gotta get those ratings. Chris Rock says he'll only return to the Oscars as host if the Academy promises to... To give my brother, The Rock, an honorary Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so you think The Rock and Chris Rock... You think they're brothers? They have the same last name. Chris Rock and The Rock are going to think, oh, they're separated from Okay. Sharon Osbourne, Chris Rock says he will only return to the Oscars if the Academy promises to... Come up with another made-up stand for ratings because Hollywood sucks by bold. <laughs> oh, you're so full of it. You're so full of rage and get it. And we appreciate it. All right, Morgan Freeman. Chris Rock says he'll only host the Oscars if the Academy promises to... If the Academy promises to give him boxing gloves, a security team, and lessons in Jim Costa from the 1985 superfilm Combined Gymnastics and... Kata. Kata. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Mitch Gaylord or the other one? Kurt Thomas! Right? Oh, the cute gymnast of the 80s. All right. Jim Potter's younger. Yes. All right. Um, Tilly, you probably played Jim Potter in the multiple films. So was it yogurt? What's happening? Will Smith, Smith, as we all know, is that Chris Rock. Chris Rock is rumored to be the next Oscar host. The only way he'll do it is if the Academy promises to... Produce a Will vs. Chris, Chris, take two. <laughs> when you're ready, when you're ready. She has a process. Respect the process. You want me to set you up again? Chris says he'll only do it if the Academy promises to... Producing Will versus Chris Red Table Talk. Oh, Red Table Talk. We're close to Jada, but we're not right on the money with Jada. This week, Kim Kardashian bought the mansion next door to hers in Hidden Hills for $6.3 million. She still plans to live in her original house, the new house she will use for... Housing the edge of Pete Davidson's cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big that only the edge? Huge. 
Kardashian. There's not enough. <laughs> Just the edge of it. Maybe the tip if it fits in the garage. Anyway, Reba, um, this new house comes by next door. Uh, she's going to use it for. How do you know the things she accuses are made of stealing? <laughs> oh. It's a sick game she plays, isn't it? It's not cool, all right. Makes her feel powerful, makes her feel alive. All right. Uh, B. Arthur, Kim bought the house next door. She's going to use it for... When her ass needs some alone time. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. We're talking about Kim Kardashian. She bought the house next door to hers. She still plans to live in her original mansion, but the new house she will use for... Drive-through plastic surgery, like a Taco Bell for butts. <laughs> nice. Nice. We're looking for a Pete Davidson dick moment. All right, here we go. Uh, Sharon Osbourne, Kim bought the house next door. She's going to use it for... As a dungeon for Kanye West and his opera music, because the great Morgan Freeman. I think we just met the inspiration for Crazy Train. Big Aussie thing. Yes, all right. She still plans to live in her original mansion, uh, Kim Kardashian does, but the new house she will use for... Hiding Pete Davidson when she moves on to her next puzzling romantic pairing with Carrot Top or Ray J. One more time. Yes. I do like me about Pete Davidson. Yeah, you probably had to do that on a lot of game shows. Slip over a card. Yeah. Or contention. <laughs> right. Uh, this is so fun. I'm so fun. Okay, anyway. All right. Tilda Swinton. Uh, Kim Kardashian's going to live next. Uh, she's bought the house next door. She's going to live in her own house. The new house she will use for... For crying. <laughs> Okay, Reba Arriba. Uh, in this new Downton Abbey movie, Maggie Smith is shown using a... Sex date to get more Friendster friends. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Friendster was a thing. Yeah. It's I, a period piece. It's a period piece. <laughs> <laughs> an extra vibrator. Bianca, do they have vibrators in the afterlife? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do they have batteries? No, no, that's... Heaven is a vibrator that doesn't take batteries. <laughs> That's what heaven is. That's the whole point. It's an existential sort of dilemma, isn't it? All right. But I'm holding out for Daniel Craig to just die. And... Yeah. All right. Uh, this new Downton Abbey. <laughs> this new Downton Abbey movie is so modern that Maggie Smith is shown using a a white man to carry her luggage. <laughs> 
they're flipping the script. All right. Um, uh, it's so modern that in one scene, Maggie Smith is shown using a shake weight. <laughs> a snake, a snake weight. Oh, like this, yeah. Have you tried it? It's good. It's the upper arm, right? It's Tony. I don't know. And what the abs? Little abs. I don't know. You just like it, though. Yes. All right. You that is, yeah. I have used it as a vibrator, so it might be a match. Ooh, oh, interesting. Okay. All right. I like the way you think. We need it. All right. If we need it. Okay. Sharon Osbourne. This new movie is so modern that Maggie Smith is shown using a a vibrator to rev up her old cunt. Oh, yeah. All right, Morgan Freeman. Down, out, down Abbey of New Era. So modern. In one scene, Maggie Smith is shown using a hoverboard while rapping about getting and spending that paper. <laughs> yeah. I would pay to see that on a hoverboard. I love it. I love it. All right, Tilda Swinton. Uh, Maggie Smith is shown using Velcro, Betamax, and Life Alert. <laughs> Weekend, a replica of the Golden Girl set was erected for fans to take photos on. It looks a lot like the real set from the show, but if the designers really wanted to capture what it was like on the set of the Golden Girls, the replica would have included blank. Be Arthur Stew Cards. She forgets her lyrics a lot. <laughs> yeah. Be Arthur Stew Cards. All right, let it match for, uh, for, um, yeah. Please, not please. Lima's gonna give you those cards. B, should we do you last on this one, or do you want to do? You have some more of this fucking shit. Because <laughs> yeah. in a place like this, heartburn somehow feels good. <laughs> do you want to go last on this question? Should we come back to you sure. at the end for the divinity? That's for last. That's right. All right, we're gonna go to Elizabeth. Uh, there was this Golden Girls set, but if they really wanted to capture what it was like on the Golden Girls, the replica would have included. I've never seen that show, but I will ask the royal TV watcher to get back to you with a joke. <laughs> okay, thank you. You have a royal TV watcher. Yes, of course we do. I love it. So he watches TV for you. Yes. Okay. He does a report. Is his name Clive or Simon or something like that? Something British. What? Never mind. All right. <laughs> All right, Sharon Osbourne. There's the set of the Golden Girls. If they really wanted to capture what it was like, the set would have included... A bright flag and a poster of Malcolm X because I've got many gay friends and he's my black best friend. Right? Work away your camera phone. <laughs> away? progress, you're growing. You're growing. I like it. I appreciate your, your, your effort, Sharon. Morgan Freeman, there was this replica of the Golden Girl set, but if they really wanted to nail it, they would have included... The way to be side-eye. Oh. It, it is. It's weighty, isn't it? It's a weighty side-eye. Look at that. Yeah. Be, are you feeling like doing the side-eye, or is it a, it's a long week? It's been a long week. Well, uh, this is awkward because... <laughs> B just got back from Palm Springs and didn't really do her eye makeup. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. All right. So, 
I also like when you do the side eye and then you come back and then you go back, like the double side, or sometimes a triple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's a work of art. It should be on a stamp. Okay. Uh, that was Morgan's answer. We're going now to uh, Tom Swinton. This replica of the Golden Girl set, if they really wanted to nail it, they would have included... Cheesecake diarrhea stains. Lactose intolerance can kill. <laughs> For the real answer, the true answer, there was this DragCon um, set of the Golden Girls, but if they really wanted to capture what it was like, the replica would have included... <clears throat> the actor who played the live-in housekeeper slash cook Coco, who was unceremoniously fired after the pilot episode, quietly sobbing in the corner. <laughs> Not a great title, but it's better than the original. She was originally going to call her book, Here's the Truth. I will cut. <laughs> Here's the Truth. <laughs> All right. Wow. Nice. But you didn't know you'd be saying that into a mic when you left the house. Okay. The title was taken by me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Reba Arriba. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, her book's Here's the Deal, but she was originally going to call it, Here's the... Wait. That question needs to be delivered a little sharper. You can take a 90 degree turn just before the last word. Go! Okay. She was originally going to call her book Here's the Deal, but it's called Here's the. Is Wait, that the? So no. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm sorry. Wait. Okay. Try it again. Okay. This time leave out the ad lib. Okay, thank you. You know, you're the new Nicole Kidman, you're already a diva. Oh, I like it. Ready? Sound rolling and. The original title was called Here's the Deal. No, that's wrong. I have to do it again. Take two, Tilda. Call me a professional, Dennis. Okay, here it is. Kellyanne. Kellyanne Conway's book is called Here's the Deal. It's not a great title, but it's better than the original title. She was originally going to call her book Here's Lucy. Funny, I didn't do it right. Okay. All right. B. Arthur. Uh, her book's called Here's the Deal. Not a great title. She was originally going to call her book Here's the Worst Skincare Regimen Ever. Nice. All right. I love it. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, Kellyanne Conway's book, she was originally going to call it Here's Kegels. That's the name of my new corgi. <laughs> Do you have now? 18. Wow. I love them. And you love them all the same. Okay, here we go. Uh, Sharon Osbourne, 
Kelly I Conway's book was originally called Here's The Location of My Dead Daughter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's got that family drama. Wrong again. No, you're good, you're good. You just said what we were all thinking. All right. We're still looking for the truth. Okay, here we go. Uh, Morgan Freeman, it's not a very catchy title, but it's better than the original. It was originally going to be called Here's The Deal I Made with Satan to Stay in the Public Eye. Here we go. Tilda Swinton, the original title of the book was called Come! Yes! <laughs> We hit 200,000 weekend and since we've been doing it it's been um a blast and a real source of joy in my life all right so this happened in addition to all the mismatch game craziness uh the night before we did those show the first show i went to see a movie that we had talked about on this podcast jonathan agassi saved my life the documentary about the israeli porn star opened in los angeles so on friday night a group of us went to see it because tomer Heyman, the filmmaker that I interviewed was going to be there for a Q&A. So we got to watch the movie again. It's it's really, really great. And I noticed things about it the second time that I missed the first. It's just, I just feel it deeply and uh, Jonathan's journey. And so Tomer did a Q&A afterwards and he, um, he showed Jonathan on, uh, on the smartphone from Tel Aviv. He wasn't able to make the trip. Um, but it was great to connect with them guy, with those guys. And, um, but it was great to connect with them. And we went out to dinner afterwards at this cool dumpling place that was Georgian, like the country Georgia. And so it was kind of like this, I don't know, it just felt like a very cosmopolitan night with this documentary from Israel and then this nice dinner and Tomer came with us and talked about, you know, the film and his journey and just super cool. It was a great night out. 
and the film's still kicking around. So try to track it down. Try to see it. Uh, Jonathan Agassi saved my life is the movie, and it was great to meet Tomer. And by the way, he has a great head of hair. Oh my gosh! I just was like, um, about your film, and also, can I touch your hair? I don't know. He's awesome. All right, before I let you go, I want to give a shout-out to A.J. Souza for mixing the episodes, and I want to thank J.B. Bercy for the additional technical support. My theme music is composed by Mark Daniels for Placement Music. You've been listening to Dennis, anyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.